The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You would have heard in the news headlines there, though, uh, that the latest homeless figures uh, have been released uh, just shy of 12 thousand people homeless in this country in emergency accommodation. Peter McVerry of the Peter McVerry Trust uh, with me now. Uh, Peter, I mean, they're shocking, but probably not surprising that these continue to go up. Is that fair? They're, they're, they're a total disaster, in fact, uh, but not surprising. What's disastrous is not just the numbers, uh, but the fact that for years now, almost every month, uh, with one or two exceptions, the number of homeless people has just been going up relentlessly. Uh, and the figure of 11,988 doesn't count every homeless person. It doesn't include those who are sleeping rough. It doesn't include women and children in domestic refuges. It doesn't include 5,000 uh, refugees who have been granted permission to stay in Ireland but can't move out of direct provision because they can't find a home. It doesn't include thousands of people who are sofa surfing, You know, you could double that figure, maybe even treble that figure to get the exact number of people who are uh, unable to provide a home for themselves. Figure is a disaster. And honestly, I am very, very (laughs) depressed because this figure is going to keep on rising again and again and again. Now that the eviction ban has been lifted, I expect this figure to uh, go up exponentially. so I, I think we really are in a crisis. You, you, uh, you, you don't have, have any faith that, you know, those those housing figures, those targets that the government, you know, talk about having met last year and they hope that they will meet and exceed this year, that they're going to trickle down and have an impact on these numbers? Well, they, they may have a small impact, but the problem with the housing figures is the uh, the, the government's uh, the government is is be behind target on their housing figures, particularly their uh, low housing for low income families, uh, and uh, the pace of delivery is too slow. So they will make a difference. Yes, they will certainly. Some people will get housing, but uh, they're not going to make a significant difference to the to. Uh, to the number of homeless people, uh, that's I think is just going to keep on rising and rising and rising. We've got to bring an end uh, we, to the the eviction ban has got to be reinstated. Every single charity working with homeless people has called for this eviction ban to be reinstated, with certain safeguards, of course, uh, ex- ex- exemptions for for landlords who find, find themselves in difficulties, but. Uh, uh, the government is just refusing to listen to every single charity working with homeless people, uh, and they're going ahead with this. And it's going to, uh, it's it's going, just mm. going to be further do, and further disastrous. Do you think that they're just they're listening to the wrong advice to economists as opposed to charities on the ground? Is that it? No, I think there's a fear. Uh, there's a fear that. Uh, Extending the eviction ban will drive landlords out of the system. I don't accept that. Uh, but landlords are leaving the system for other reasons. Nothing to do with the, uh, the eviction ban. They're leaving the, the system in droves uh, for other reasons. I think it's not ending the eviction ban is actually going to drive landlords out because many of those 9,000 who have notices to quit, many of those are going to overhold. They're simply not going to move out until the, the landlord gets a, a, a district court eviction order, which can take a year. Mm. So the landlords are going to be scared to death of people overholding. 
uh, I think it would be much preferable to extend eviction ban with exemptions for landlords, as I say, who find themselves in, in difficulty. And has, has that already started to happen at scale, Peter, p- people overholding? I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not aware. I'm not, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, uh, but it's, it's talked about, uh, and I can't see how some people who are absolutely desperate uh, and simply have nowhere to go, uh, I don't see how some people will not overhold. I, I mean, the services that your your own group, Peter McFerry Trust, and others like Threshold and, and Focus Ireland and everybody else can provide, they must be stretched as well. Oh, our services are packed. Yeah, it's it's quite difficult now to get into a homeless hostel for a single homeless person. It's quite difficult to get into a hostel. And for families, uh, it's going to become impossible mm. for families to find accommodation. Already so many can, local can, authorities have no emergency accommodation available mm. uh, at this stage. So people or families who find themselves homeless have nowhere to go. It was, it's just it's interesting you say it's difficult for... A, a, a single person to get into a hostel because often the refrain from government and others is is often, you know, there's no reason for someone to sleep rough. There's always enough emergency yeah, beds a, available. Well, that's a, that's a, a, that's coming from an ignorance of the, the hostel accommodation. Much of the hostel accommodation is appalling. It's unsafe. Uh, there's a lot of bullying going on, particularly for vulnerable people. There's a lot of uh, drug use and people who are drug free are put in with drug users. There's a lot and there's a lot of little fights and feuds going on between homeless people. So it's uh, it's just too simplistic to say there's enough beds for everybody. There's not enough couples places. Couples refuse to split up and go into different hostels, so they will sleep rough. There's nowhere for a, a homeless person with a dog, for example, to go. Homeless people, as I say, who are drug-free are very reluctant to go into hostels where they may be sharing a room mm. with uh, people who are actively drug-using. There's a lot of people, God help them, who have mental health problems, uh, and that creates difficulties. Yeah. One man was telling me that he was uh, on the bottom bunk uh, making a phone call, and the person on the top bunk who has serious mental health difficulties jumped down, said, are you ringing my girlfriend, and thumped him in the face. Now, that person isn't going to go back into a homeless hostel. Oh, my God. Uh, So there's a lot of problems about homeless hostels that those who make the statement there's enough beds for everybody are totally ignorant of. Peter McFerry, founder of the Peter McFerry Trust. Peter, thank you very much. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.